0: This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting wcwp.org. Welcome to Backstage at Tillis Center. I'm Sherry Linker, Director of Communications here, and the idea behind this podcast is to provide listeners with a peek behind the scenes, what it takes to put on a performance on stage, and along the way, share some backstage stories. We're literally backstage at Tillis Center, and in fact, in the green room, while Alan Menken gets ready to perform on our stage tonight. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. So, you just finished a master class with the students at LIU Post. And why don't you? Why is it important for you to be able to offer a master class and also explain a little bit about what exactly it is?
1: Yeah. Well, master classes can be all kinds of things. Basically, what you're doing is you're imparting your experience, your reactions, your, you know, it's, it's, they're getting into the room with you, and that you want to give give them the benefit of your reaction to them, and any uh, life lessons or very practical lessons you can give. And today was really about um, um, musical theater, young musical theater actors and actresses um, singing for me, and me critiquing the performance. And um,
0: and why was that important for you to be able to offer them? Your I think it's important input. for
1: them, just because they should know. You know, from a composer's perspective, the kind of values you want them to be giving to the songs they sing, and the kind of specificity of of finding the arc of a song or find you know where a song is going or with you know the energy or um, and it can be very subjective, but they'll benefit from having the reaction of someone who's done it a lot on a big stage and on Broadway and and know that hey you did that really well or hey. I didn't get the shape of that song and, and help me understand what, you know, where, where you wanted that song to go at that moment. And wh- Okay, you, th- you wanted that, well, then you had, needed to open up more. Or you wanted that, well, then you needed to show that and maybe be more, ten- whatever it is, more tentative. You want to be clarifying the the storytelling in a song through their singing. And, it, you know, with students at this point, they often get like trapped in their vocal performance um, and not yet be ready to incorporate a lot of other dynamics, and that 's you know where we come in the professionals who you know work in theater who can help say, "You know what you can liberate yourself here don 't worry so much about the notes and, and I
0: literally saw the transformation once you gave them the uh Input It was incredible. Oh, thanks. Um, the, now, the name of our podcast, if you didn't figure it out, was Backstage Attilus. So yeah. what's your favorite or funniest backstage story that nobody's probably heard?
1: My favorite backstage story. Oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, backstage is a pretty broad topic. Um,
0: yeah, sometimes... It's the show that didn't happen, or the oh. frenzy before the show, or or something along that line. Let's
1: put it this way: I, I mean, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a, there's every show has has a, obviously tons of backstage stories. Just just the the physical reality of going onto stage and coming off of stage. Um, you know, when when we uh, are in, in Little Shop, um, we had to figure out how Audrey gets eaten by the plant and, and, and Mushta gets eaten by, and the plant <laughs> takes these people and goes physically, literally through the puppeteer's legs and out the other side. <laughs> um, and you watch that developing night after night, and watch them getting, you know, that, that transition down. And one thing I, I enjoy is that night after night, Ellen Green would go through the legs of the puppeteer and, and, you know, get eaten by Audrey too. I swear, with, I think within about six months, they were living together. Oh, so. so
0: that's literally... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm sure nothing
1: nothing too adventurous happened back there. Um, there's, you know, the things that go wrong that audiences don't know about and you're having heart attacks as you, as you watch, you know, right. a piece of scenery just not move and... Um, but those happen in every show, and, and it's, a, it's a constant. And sometimes some, some really scary things happen. We, there've been injuries that you know people have. You got to be very careful backstage. Well, um, what yeah. do
0: you do special if there's anything at all to get ready for your concert? For
1: my concert, I'm, I'm going to do a rehearsal. And I did and a sound check and um, uh, check the uh, my notes and. Um,
0: you know how you, we see sometimes or we read about how some performers have a ritual that they go through? Yes. Is that anything this that a ritual, do? yes.
1: I basically will do a short run-through of my concert. Usually at my, I did it at my studio this morning. Very quick, you know, um, running through it um, at a very fast speed, but just to get the logical flow of the songs and then what I'm saying and and making sure that I'm not sort of tethered to a, to a script but it really that it, my mind is free in the moment uh, in each moment of the concert so I can really be alive with the audience while I'm on stage. It's really important to me. Um, then I, I want to take care of my voice, do a little bit of warm up. Um, I like to know who the audience is so I can have some specifics to say to them to relate to them, make sure that I have a moment early on where I can just sort of make a contact and Feel that well, add the,
0: that personal touch. That, that
1: personal touch that you're in the room together.
0: Just
1: um, yeah, it's really important, and because it's you, you want each each show to be alive and, and as spontaneous as possible, given that it's a very it is a scripted evening. In fact. Um,
0: well, we don't want to keep you from your ritual tonight. Um, one last question. Yeah. What's your special backstage request?
1: My special backstage. You request? know
0: how some some professionals will ha- want green m&ms or, <laughs> or uh martinelli apple juice i
1: want um a limited number of people to to be around me so i don't have to talk too much or focus too much on other people so i can basically get myself into the you know before i come on stage the flow of what the evening's going to be um i uh you know, I, I I get dressed in what I'm going to wear. I, I don't like to, you know, when I do this concert, I don't want to simply come out in street clothes. It' just be something that's unique to what I'm going to wear on stage that makes it a little different than sort of just going to my piano in my studio. It probably changes
0: your mindset, too. It
1: changes your mindset. Um, and other than that, just, you know, having, having a, some moments of quiet so that when I come on that stage, I can be fully... Uh, embracing the moment of being with the audience, um, you don't, you, and you want to make sure you're focused. Um, that you, you know, the, what you don't want to do is go on stage and say, "Oh, I've done this so many times." Just walk out there and, and then say, "It'll come to me," um, because the fact is, you could find yourself thrown. You know, just your, your thought process could wander off. You want to really make sure that you settled your your mind. And, and you know that you, when you go on stage, I'm there for two hours, and I'm doing this two-hour show that I love doing. And, um, and I want to tell the story and just keep the shape of the evening in mind.
0: Well, I can't wait to see it myself. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's my You've pleasure. You've been listening to Backstage at Till Center on the campus of LIU Post in Brookville.